0: Good afternoon and welcome to another session of Mix It Up, Diversifying Your Classroom Library and Your Library. My name is Tamiko Brown, librarian at EDYE STEM.
1: And I'm Felicia Morgan, a kindergarten teacher.
0: Okay, so today we thought it would be fun to um, talk about resources. As far as, you know, what resources are out there for um, everyone interested in finding a good collection, building up our diverse library collection. Um, so we actually, we met and we realized that we had one thing in common, um, diverse books. So do you want to start and talk about diverse? We need diversebooks.org.
1: Yes. So, um. I love we WeNeedDiverseBooks.org, and I send home their Scholastic catalog every time uh, I receive catalogs at school. And I love flipping through the catalogs and looking on the website. It has good lesson ideas. It has lots of um, like elementary and and upper appropriate books with. Um, diverse characters, people of color, people with different abilities. And um, my kids really like, they gravitate a lot toward that catalog whenever they're ordering books online and the parents too.
0: So We Need Diverse Books um, is kind of a grassroots organization. And it's set up by people who just love children's books and people who are advocating for um, children's books and the need for a change in the publishing industry, Um, and they are trying to make sure that there's good quality books for all kids. So I think they've got um, a, a lot of great things out there, like Felicia was saying, and They're on Twitter and I saw them on Instagram and I'm not sure they might be on something else. I don't know. know. Maybe Facebook. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I follow them on Instagram uh, and on Twitter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I follow them just on Twitter and they even have a hashtag. um, We need hashtag. We need diverse books. And then there's another hashtag I like to follow is hashtag own voices. And so that hashtag is for books who are written by the people of the group they're representing in the book. And so I think that's a a powerful um, hashtag.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to follow that one. I think I, I think I follow the hashtag we need diverse books, but that's the first time I'm seeing the hashtag own voices. So I'll have to look into that on Instagram. Um, I have a, couple of Instagram users that I follow that I really like. Um, One of them is Instagram user Diverse Reads. And this is actually um, Vera, the tutu teacher. And so she's got... uh, the Tutu teacher is one of her Instagram accounts, and then she also does Diverse Reads. And so when she posts on Diverse Reads, she posts a picture of herself holding the book. And then in the comments down down below, she kind of describes what the book is about, or sometimes it's how her class reacted to the book. And I just really like it because it it's coming from a teacher who is in the trenches in the mm-hmm. classroom. And so she's giving like real classroom and real like elementary educator feedback on these different kinds of books. And so I follow her on Instagram and I follow her teacher account because it's also really good quality teacher account. Um, and then her website, the tututeacher.com has uh, a lot of good, a lot of the books that she posts on Diverse Reads on Instagram. She also posts on tututeacher.com.
0: I'll just have to say, I just love her name, I The Tutu Teacher, because, <laughs> you know, whenever you get a chance to teach in a tutu, you know it's going to be a good day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're
1: going to keep the kid's attention for sure yeah. in a tutu. And uh, the other Instagram account that I, well, there's actually, there's a couple, but the other one that I really like... Um, is the username is a kid's book about. Mm -hmm. And so they write kids books about different topics like, um, and they're all titled a kid's book about Mm -hmm. depression, a kid's book about anxiety, a kid's book about feminism, a kid's book about racism. And so it's geared toward children, um, And I just, I really, really like those. And I'm, I'm looking forward to adding those to my collection. That's one, they're high on the list of books that I want to start adding to my collection like this year, because I do have, um, I have some anxious kiddos in my class this Mm -hmm. year. uh, And so I, I think that that might be my first one. That might be the first one that I get and introduce it to the kids and just read it as a read aloud and just See how it lands, and yeah. maybe get the rest of the series if they respond to it.
0: And I like what you just said, as far as um, you know, you're trying to build a collection up for some of the anxious kids that you have in your class. And so when we're talking about diverse books, we're not just talking about race; we're talking about everyone, and so that they can see themselves on mm-hmm. the shelves. So that group was are they Instagram? Did you say yes?
1: Okay. So and their Instagram name is a kids book about. Okay.
0: So I have just one from Instagram. I mean, I know uh, we need diverse books that are on Instagram too, but I'm not on Instagram quite as much as I am on Twitter. Um, but when I am on Instagram, I like to follow Here We Read. And Here We Read, she also um, is the person behind bookstagram um you know people that vote for um the bookstagram award i believe they're called bookstagrammers and so with um the bookstagram books um she has some um like criteria of what that book needs and they they recently had an award um i was going to show you that and we'll put this in the show notes as well um but they have got some really good books for lots of different groups. So they've done a really good job to put together some current um, books for various groups. And so um, let me see if I can get this. So again, this is on Instagram and they put out this award each year. And so they've got an award for lots of various things like uh, Best YA Memoir. Um, They have uh, Best um, Affirming Picture Book. Uh, Solveig, I don't know if you've heard of that book. This is such a good, powerful book. It's written by an actress Uh, Lupita. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's such a nice book. We'll have to review that one later. Mm -hmm. Um, She even has adult books on there. And so there's just lots and lots. So I highly recommend looking at her list on um, Instagram. And I found it on Google. And I just went to Bookstagram Choice Awards 2019. And it gives you a current list of books.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I also follow a, a monthly um, article. It's called Read Woke. And this is a program that was set up by um, Cicely Lewis. And so she's done a, just a fabulous job of creating um, a buzz about books um, that promote diversity, but then also promote ways to protect your rights um, and to uh, treat all people with respect, regardless of religion, race, creed, color. She, a couple of years ago, was having a Harry Potter uh, book club. And so she ended up scrapping that. This was when there was a lot of um, headlines in the news about um, uh, certain people being um stopped by the police or um, violence was inflicted on them. And so anyways, she wanted to um, help all of her students. Um, And then there was a, I think it was DACA or something like that, where she had some students who actually were affected by that in her school. Mm -hmm. She's a librarian. And so anyways, she came up with this challenge and to be on this list, the read woke book list at her school. It had to be a a book that challenged a social norm, give voice to the voiceless, provide information about a group that's been disenfranchised, and seek to challenge the status quo. And then uh, one of the main things is that the protagonist must come from an underrepresented or oppressed group. And so, all of that that I was just reading from is from the SLJ article from February 26, 2019. But this whole idea of Read Woke has taken Firestorm. They have Read Woke UK, they have Read Woke um, programs throughout lots of different schools. And so, I highly recommend um, finding out more about that or just looking at the SLJ list. I mean, I have to recommend School Library Journal. They they do a really good job of showing um, diverse books.
1: Yeah, that sounds really cool. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that because that sounds something that definitely sounds something that would be up my alley, something I'd be interested in for sure. Um, I found a little a website called diversebookfinder.org. And it has... Um, I mean, it, it is literally just that, like you, you can go on there and there are lists and little synopses, little blurbs about, um, books that have, um, people of color, like all, all different types on there. And it's just cool because you can just browse through it really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I like the little, uh, just the little descriptions of the books. So it has a, a cover art of the book and then just a really quick one, two sentence Mm -hmm. description of the book. And so like if you get stuck, you can always go like, well, I have, you know, in my class, I have, you know, a Pacific Islander and I want to go look for that. You can search through that. And I think you can even search for like specific areas of the world or specific races and even um, age level, grade level. And it'll pull up books that are appropriate for that. And I just thought, that, that was so smart. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just really quick at your fingertips. Just type it in. Yeah. What you're looking for. And it just, anything that they have in that little catalog just pops right up. And so yeah. I thought that's really cool. Um, So I liked that one a lot. And I ju- just found that one recently, like a couple of days ago as I was mm-hmm. researching for this. Um, And so, but I'm, I have it, I'm going to bookmark it and then make sure that I go through and And use that more because I just, I think that's just a really, really brilliant idea just to be like, here's what the book looks like. Here's like one, two sentences, what it's about. Uh, And it's easier for you to incorporate those, you know, into your read-alouds or if you're looking for a specific book. books to put into your library to represent your current students, then uh, I just, I thought that was really, really cool because, and you know, I'm a teacher, so I would like it to be quick. (laughs) I want to find something quick. So uh, so you can find those titles on there really, really fast. And then that way you can look them up on your preferred, you know, book buying spot, Barnes and Noble or Amazon or anything like Mm -hmm. that so that you can get those books into the hands of your students very, very quickly. So I thought that was really cool.
0: I like that. That's a great way to, like you said, make it easy and it's fast. And then, you know, with something like this, then we don't have any excuses not to have a book on the shelf Mm -hmm. for all of our students. And so they all feel welcome and a part of that classroom environment, that community. Well, I have a couple of websites. Um, The first one is See What We See. And so they've got their website says that they have three primary objectives and the first one is that they want to promote engaging books which is really important because we want to have a diverse library but we want to make sure that these are books that they that are gonna be page turners and high interest and books that um, make them better readers and so I think that's a really good thing about diverse books you know Um, if a child reads those and they're interested it would make them a better reader because they're finding books of interest and then they're talking about the book. And so you can just see that um, it's a win-win all the way around. And so this group, See What We See, they also, they want to expose the inequality um, in children's publishing. And in a little while, we're going to tell you about a uh, website where you can actually get some um, diagrams um, that show the discrepancy in the publishing industry for children. And then their third thing is they want to have uh, critical reviews. And so like we're saying, you know, we want to find really good books, not just good quality. Yes. Quality is like paramount. We just need that as as much as it needs to be diverse. It needs to be good. And um, then there's another one, a website that's by the uh, cooperative children's book center. It's um, the small presses owned and operated by people of color and first native nations. And so they have it broken down by group very specifically and then you can look in that catalog and see what new books they have and so it's worth a look and again we're gonna put all of this information in our show notes yeah
1: so the next one uh, that I had I have I think I have two more left you want me to do both of them right now together or you want to split them up I
0: don't know let's split them up okay. you want to split them up yeah. okay
1: so I have Uh, welcomingschools.org. And it was um, founded by the Human Rights Campaign Foundation. And it is a program to train elementary teachers um, to be more inclusive for all students. And so, and it focuses on um, LGBTQ students. And so uh, there's a resource section that has lesson plans and book lists and how to answer challenging questions from kids about LGBTQ topics and resources, things you might need um, to make your school more welcoming. There's LGBTQ definitions, there's uh, gender inclusive training videos, and there's also a section on uh, laws and research regarding um, LGBTQ topics. And so I thought that was huge. If you go on, Um, welcomingschools.org and go on resources. All of those things that I just listed are right there. And it's just, it's all ready to use. There's book lists, there's tips, and there's tons of, just tons of information about how to communicate some of this to kids and to families, and especially that, you know, how to answer questions, Mm because, you know, especially in elementary, the The kids, they don't have filters. And if they don't know, they're going to ask. And so I just, I thought that that was, you know, that that was just a really important resource to just kind of have at your fingertips for when you need it. Um, And because it was founded by the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, you know that the books are going to be quality and the lesson plans are going to be quality um, because, I mean, that's what they do. That's that's their whole foundation. Mm. So I thought that that was a really great resource to have.
0: And I think that it's powerful too. Um, Just looking at the website, they've got elementary children on here. And so that's the thing, you know, we're talking elementary school. Sometimes I think that there's um, a thought of, well, you know, we'll save that whole topic of LG uh, BTQ for uh, middle school and up. But, you know, we need to have books that are reflective of all families, age appropriate, of course. But um I don't think that we need to not have a whole group of yeah. books in our library. Oh, I agree. You know? I yeah, Because, yeah. I mean,
1: there, there are elementary school aged LGBTQ children.
0: That's right. And so
1: if they're in your school, if they're in your classroom, then they should also be on your shelves.
0: Yeah. And they have parents, and so they should have their family on the shelf as much as any other family. Everybody should be represented. Um, so we have, um, list. I was just going to talk about some of the list. So we've got the American Library Association list, um, for youth and they are about to announce all of their books on January 27th. It's going to be, it's a big deal. It's like the Oscars for books. I cannot <laughs> wait. And so, um, there's the Coretta Scott King award. And so that's a great list to look at, uh, Pura Belpre. Um, so Coretta Scott King, that's going to be an African American book. Um, and then Pure Belle Prey is going to be um, a Hispanic um, book. And then the Schneider Award, that is going to be a book that's going to have the topic of some type of disability. Now, I just put three on here. I know that there's more and there's more lists out there, but I thought I would just. Um, put those three for, for now.
1: And that's a good jumping off place too. Yeah, exactly. Just, just those are those are three good quality yeah, lists. Quality list.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so um, then you had one more thing to talk I about. Too. I have
1: one more which that that I love and that I might sign up for hmm. for my classroom. Oh. And so that is uh it's LittleFeminist.com and they have a Little Feminist book club. And in the book club, you get, um, you can pick your age range. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's suitable for, you know, toddlers up to, you know, seven, eight, nine. So you can pick your age range. So if you pick zero to three years old, you get two board books or a picture book. You get some hands-on activities, you get discussion questions and a, a parent letter and then if you choose three to seven years old, you get two paperbacks or one hardcover book. You, again, you get a hands-on either science or art activity, parent letter discussion. And so, I mean, it just goes up in the seven to nine-year-olds, you get the same thing. And, and as you go up the age levels, they you know the questions get a little more in-depth and the books get a little longer. And so, um, but I am thinking about signing up for this and just having it, for my classroom. Because uh, when you talk about uh, just diversity, like we said earlier, it's not just uh, diversity of race. It's, you know, people who are, have different abilities and uh, books about little girls doing Mm -hmm. things that, you know, anyone can do and, and things like that. And I just, I, I really like the idea that it's a, you know, a, a book club, so they get a little, you know, they get Mm -hmm. a little package in the mail, and kids think getting mail is a huge deal anyway. I love it. And I like that they have a parent letter and the parent letter explains how and why they chose your books. And the books are chosen by, you know, a panel of parents and teachers and librarians and they vet these books. So they, they choose the books and then they, they read them and they have kids read them and they are fully vetted materials before they put them in the box and send them out to you. And so I, I really, really like, um, the idea of that little feminist book club. I think that was really cool and I like it a lot and I, I like that it, it is geared toward, I mean, babies to nine year olds. You know, I, awesome. I like that it is geared for the really, really young kids so that they can start getting exposure to things like that, you know, little boys and little girls alike.
0: I think this sounds like a great program. You're going to have to share with. The podcast, um, your thoughts and what the kids think and all that kind of stuff. You could have an unboxing and put it on I Instagram. Love that. That'd be great.
1: <laughs> and it's, you know, it's about you twenty three dollars a month, but the the shipping is fast and free in the US. And so and you get you know, a book or two and some activities and some, you know, some talking stems and question cards and things like that to spark discussions with your kids. And so I just, I thought that was really cool. Oh, wow. That
0: sounds really good. So I just put together a very short list of some people to follow on social media because they talk about um, diverse books so much and or topics of uh, diversity. And so um, Donalyn Miller, she is a fabulous teacher extraordinaire, and she's mostly a speaker now. And so if you haven't heard of her, you need to follow her. She's on Twitter, and she has conferences um, throughout the year. Um, with Scholastic, she'll be there um, in Dallas this summer for the uh, Scholastic Summer Summit. And so anyways, every day, just about, she comes up with a new, diverse book, and then she gives it away. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I think you can only <laughs> win once or twice, <laughs> but still, I love getting the the ideas no, and sure. then building lists from her. Um, another person who I think is just fabulous. She's got a page on Facebook, and she talks about diverse books, and she has this whole thing about. Um, I think it was street literature. She was on a podcast, and the podcast we'll talk about in just a bit, but her name is Casey Boyd, and so she is a high school librarian, and so um, she's fabulous. You should follow her on Twitter. She's Boss Librarian. She's Boss Librarian, I believe, on Facebook, and then there is Sarah Amid. She's so fabulous. She's written a book that Felicia and I are both reading right now, being the change. um, I had the opportunity to meet her in the summer and she's real deal as far as um, got great ideas that we're using here to change the mindset of um, being inclusive and building community in a very friendly kind of way. Mm -hmm. And then there's Amy, I'm sorry, Amy, (laughs) Amy Herman, Amy Herman is the, um, a person who produces the School Librarians United podcast. So she's got this great podcast, and she talks about diversity, but she talks about a lot of other topics with library. If you're not following her podcast, it comes on once a week. I'm I'm listening to it like I'm listening to Oprah. She's got me hooked. (laughs) And so, anyways, um, we hope that you are able to um, get something out of the resources. And if you want to share the resources that you um, follow, you can send us a note. Um, But we want to leave you with one other um, link uh, that we'll talk about in our show notes. It's from SLJ, but it's uh, Lilo.com. They've got a whole um, program that they um, do every year or might be every other year And it's looking at the diversity in children's books being published. And it shows um, lots of of statistics. And so you can see in 2018, 1% of the books that were published were about Native Americans, First Nations. And in 2015, it was 0.9%. And then for, let's say, African-Americans, it was in 2015, 7.6%. And now, later on in 2018, it's 10%. And so this is another great just talking point, something you should um, just know about as far as the publishing of children's books and um, the diversity and just, you know, what what's out there.
1: And I I like the little I like the graphic yes. a lot. Um I I believe I saw that graphic on Twitter and I might have retweeted it the the collection from or the diversity in children's books from 2018 and I just I like that it it shows it shows like a child of that race and then it has the percentages down below and I like that you can you can look at them side by side the biggest the biggest jump was uh books that were published uh, with white characters in 2018, it was 50%. And in 2015, it was 73.3. That's a pretty yeah. big jump. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's just, I I really, really like that little infographic because it's, it's nice to just keep that kind of information in mind. Mm-hmm. It's nice to just know like, Hey, there's, there are some underrepresented People on our shelves and and or in our classrooms that we need on our shelves as well. Right. So I like I I like that little infographic quite a
0: bit. And I think it's kind of neat that you know it seems like a lot of diverse books um, or authors are starting to be recognized in the mainstream, like Mm -hmm. Crown. How that received the Caldecott. Last Stop on Market Street. So, I mean, I would say personally, I feel like it's getting better, but I think it's just getting b- better because we're talking about it. Yeah, you know, we're we're looking at it. And, yeah. you know, lots of people are. And yeah. So,
1: and we need to keep looking at it. Yes, we, we keep do. Keep yes, we do. It is. It's getting better. Still not ideal, but no, nope. it it is truly it, the you know the the winds are changing for yeah, sure.
0: Think, yeah, definitely. Well, we thank you for joining us this afternoon. Um, we will return in about another month and we'll talk about some more books and mix it up talking about diversifying your library. Bye. Bye. Bye.